Play, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True, and joining me today, next week he'll go from pro surfer in the Bay to kook in Hawaii. It's Justin Hausman. <laughs> it's, it's true. You know you're always a kook, no matter where you are, compared to Hawaii. So even now, I'm still a Howley. Right now in my house in California, I'm actually currently a Howley, but I'm trying to change that. I've been sitting outside. We've actually had sun the last couple of days. What's what's a Howley? Are you fucking kidding me? No. How long have you been pretending to surf? Like two years? And this is the first time you've encountered no, that No, way phrase? longer than that. Jesus I've never heard Christ, the term you've never heard the term Howley? No. I mean, maybe <laughs> I have, but it didn't stick with me if it did. Wow, I don't even know where to begin. I'm surprised you would. I it's, uh, Well, it's like the Hawaiian word for mainland or kook, I guess. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So H-A-O-L-I-E. Yeah. No, H A O L E. Howley. L E. Sorry, no. It means like one without breath. It's. I think like an old. I probably have been mis. I know what it is now that you say it. I probably just been mispronouncing Haley or something. Yeah, or something like that. Okay. Okay. Man, I was. All this is staying in. Well, also, it's. Well, my first thought isn't so much like. My first thought is why there's a couple movies that you haven't seen that you really need to see if you're even yeah. if you're even going to embark on a career as a as a career as a as a hobby of surfing you need to know these movies and uh, like if you haven't seen North Shore then you have a huge you have never that means you've never seen North Shore I've never seen North Shore oh my god man how have we not talked about this in the in, in our movie podcast <laughs> do, we, thing? do we need to do a movie we should uh, probably just put it on right now and just talk about it while it's on I'll add it to the slate North Shore I mean rewatch. it's like or, probably one of the five most enjoyable films to watch in history, period. So today on the show, we're going to be breaking down some of the headlines that come out of the outdoor industry and community in the past week or so. But before we get to that, we're recording this on Friday, January 26th. means we made it to the weekend. That means it's time for America's favorite podcast segment, What is Justin Doing This Weekend? Presented by Long Weekend Coffee. So, right, Justin, right there you need, right there you need a guitar, like, like a riff, like something from, like, maybe, like a stinger? Maybe from Boston? Just like a, some kind of amazing riff right there. That means it's time for America's favorite podcast segment, What is Justin Doing This Weekend? Presented by Long Weekend Coffee. So... Well, so Justin America is waiting with bated breath. What are you doing this weekend? Colin? Yeah. I'm tanning this weekend. That's what I'm doing. You're tan. Are you really going to prep for Hawaii? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like going to a tanning booth. I'm going to sit in my backyard and just get tan as, as I possibly can. You know how embarrassing it is to show up? It's one thing if you live in like Oklahoma and you're like, hey, I'm going to go to Hawaii. And like, of course, you're like not a beach person. <laughs> but like, I'm going to roll up with like an actual surfboard and just like, hi, I live in Northern California. I haven't seen the sun in six months. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. So you have to be. I'm not gonna get a wave if I'm not. I'm not gonna get a wave if I'm like that. I'm not kidding. Like, like if you're not a little bit tan, you're not gonna get a wave. Like, it's obvious that you just showed up from like some. I mean, where you would want to surf. You don't live in. It's obvious that you don't live in uh, Hawaii anyway. But like at the same time, you want to at least look like you know what you're doing. So this is a strategic decision so that you look more like a surfer when you go to Hawaii. Yes. As horrible as, and I hear my. I hear what I hear that. I hear what how that sounds. (laughs) I think that's I don't more think there's an equivalent. Than, I don't think there's an equivalent in like the rest of what, what would the equivalent be in the rest of the outdoor? Like getting a goggle tan before you go to like skiing. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I think that's the most defensible thing about you going tanning this weekend. I think if you're I mean, just going, I, you're like, I, oh, I just want to get even... a little base before I go to the island. It's like I, I, I think actually it makes sense given the politics of surfing. It's yeah, such it a totally horrible feeling. It's such a horrible feeling to show up in the winter time because like the waves are good and you want to surf and you're like on the beach and you're like take your shirt off and everyone's like yeah you know, and then you're like putting a leash like there's a point where you're putting a leash on your leg and you're like look at how pale my calf is and you're just like oh I'm not this is 
Ugh. Well, what Justin is doing this weekend is presented by Long Weekend Coffee with four varieties of beans. Long Weekend is the best coffee for all of your adventures, not just on the weekend. Head to longweekend.coffee and be sure to enter promo code ROCKTANA checkout to get 10% off of your first order. Long Weekend Coffee, more weekend, please. And we can try this. You know, Before we get into headlines, because it came out this morning, there's been, and I've heard some rumblings, some folks Uh-oh. who reached out, they wanted me to weigh in on, there's an announcement that came out yesterday regarding more layoffs at REI. They're opening a bunch of new stores, I saw, too. They are. They announced 10 new stores, but then they laid off th- 357 non-store employees oh, yesterday. Oh, like a corporate. Yeah. And they did, but they did some retail layoffs not that long ago. I can't remember how long ago, but within the last year. I remember year. that, yeah. I don't really have much to say. I mean, I, running a business is hard, and sometimes that means people get laid off, and that's the reality of the world. No one likes to hear that, but that's just that I've been at companies where there's been layoffs You know, every once in a while. Profits dip, and what do you do? You you lose headcount. That's what happens. You know, Kyle Frost from Mountain Gazette, but you know, comes on the Rock Fight Weekly, posted about it yesterday. You know, mentioning that they're opening ten new stores, which is a you know, that's how they're going to get new revenue. Yeah, what, did he have a take? Not really. Just kind of like, well, you know, this is just kind of like retail's hard right now. Retail well, is hard right so now. So every, I mean, every here's the thing that I don't, I've never understood about capitalism or corporations or anything like mm. that. Right? It's like okay, so the pandemic hits. Yeah, everything that involves going outside flies off the shelves. I mean, yeah. that was so clearly a blip. Like, I, I don't understand. That seemed obvious at the time. I'm sh- I don't understand how, like, the CEOs of these businesses were like, hire more people, market some more shit. I mean, maybe, maybe they understand that, like, maybe, th- maybe, they, maybe they make more money in the short run and they don't care about firing people at the other end of it. But it makes them look dumb. It makes them look like they thought this was really going to be, like, people are going to need to buy a tent every day for the rest of their lives. We got to hire more people to, like, market this stuff. I mean, like, wh- why? Just, it should have been clear that that wasn't going to, continue i mean like this is a big issue in the bike industry right now like bike bike brands are suffering because they started pumping out so many bikes yeah. after the bike shortage it's like well dude people don't need to buy that many i i mean i i get bikes real cheap i don't i don't buy them you know like i don't you don't need to buy a bike every year so i don't this seems obvious to me peak skis the, the Bodie miller brand you know i had adam jabberon talking about it and people were kind of like well maybe they're doing better than we thought we assumed that they were but they're running promos of like Buy one, get one, and oh, you can get three yeah, skis with a steep Kona, discount. Like, who Kona needs three pairs doing, of skis? Kona Bikes is doing buy one, get one. Have you yes, ever yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. So it's so it's got to just be that, right? Like, REI is I like, I think it's all, right. all related. I'm sure the, you know, the inflation, you know, making things is harder, all that stuff. Um, but also, this is kind of the way it goes. 18 months from now, we'll probably be talking about how it's like back on the rise and yeah. companies are doing really well and it's record profits again. You know, And I think you're right. There's probably planning that could have been done. It's a bit of an unprecedented situation the last few years. But I don't know. I just don't really have a take other than this is just kind of what what happens. I mean, and it's like it's not that hard. It's just math. When 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 revenue's down, yeah, I mean, you can't I don't pay know. people. Like, like you got to make changes. You got to do stuff. That's just the way it works. And I feel terrible for anyone who lost their job. And some people are now popping up my LinkedIn feed who've been part of it, right? And it's just like, you know, um, uh, it sucks. But it's just kind of. I mean, I don't feel like more bad for them because they're in the outdoor industry than I would if they worked for like Revlon makeup or whatever. It's just like <laughs> it doesn't. You know, you lost your job. You lost your job. Like. You know. I mean, like yeah. the thing of the yeah. outdoor industry is funny to me too. It's like, well, everybody likes hiking. Everybody likes can't like to a certain extent. Like, I don't feel like a closer bond with someone that works at REI than I would anywhere else. I mean, plenty of people that love the outdoors that don't work at REI. So it's like, yeah. well, I, but to your point, I think this is why. And we're going to in a second. We're going to talk about something that came out this past week uh, related to the outdoor recreation roundtable because. This is why the trillion dollar number is important. Well, yeah. People, I think people think of the outdoors as this kind of quaint niche thing. It's like, oh, I love to go outside. It's like, 
A trillion dollars is bigger than agriculture and energy. I mean, this is like, it's a well, it's huge also a fake, it's industry. Also a fa- it's also a fake number. I mean, that isn't, art, like, that includes, like, RVs and, like, people it, that, well, It's like, 90 separate categories, but it's yeah, all it's, out related to outdoor recreation. I mean, so literally, if you leave is. your house, you're outside. It's like... If the, yeah, totally. Like, uh, you know. But, but I think that kind of almost proves the point. It's like we're talking about, yeah. like, this is impactful whether or not you are as into oh, it as, like, sure. you or I yeah, are, yeah, right? And it's like, yeah. th- that's kind of what I'm getting at is it's like, it's a it's a real thing. It's not, because I agree with you. You're like, oh, the nice people at the outdoor brand are having a tough time. It's like, yeah, so, you know, but it is kind of the same as any other industry at the end mm-hmm. of the day. I mean, the so. other, I won't mention them, but like the other brands that I do, you know, that I work for besides mm-hmm. Adventure Journal and doing copywriting, like I've been with both of them for one of them for a few years and one for about a year, and they've done series of layoffs since I've been. Right. Series is this? Siri I? Yeah. What's we, the we plural of series? Series? Is it just series? You just made up a word. Hmm. Um, multiple, multiple rounds of layoffs uh, since I've been there. So, I mean, that's just kind of how it always is, I think. Anyway, I just wanted to address that because it came out yesterday. I just want to make sure we made a little mention of it. Hey, buy stuff at REI. I love REI. We've talked, like, we, you know, AJ has covered it a bunch. Like, you and I have yep. talked about it. Like, I kind of gone back and forth with more. I think about it. I love that store. We should buy stuff there. I'm working on uh, a solo pod, probably being out in a couple of weeks because, like, there's a REI plays, I'll just tease it. REI plays an incredibly important role in our space that I don't think it's talked about enough. I mean, mm-hmm. well, just the short of it is they're able to scale the things that we all talk about, especially on a social yeah. level yeah. that a, a singular and independent in, in, uh, retail store could not do. Yep. So um, we'll touch more on that later. But the first story, uh, one of the ones that get into with you today is they came out of the recreation public policy world, like I was just teasing. The Explore Act passed through the House National Resource Committee by unanimous consent. Something what came out of the like, X, I, What does the X stand for in that acronym? The Expanding Public Lands Outdoor Recreation Experiences Act. See, that they, that's where they got the X. They, yeah, yep, exploring. Wait, say it again? Expanding oh, what? shit, I just closed it. Oh, expanding Public Lands <laughs> Outdoor Recreation Act. So the Explore Act is uh, historically significant. It's the first ever outdoor recreation-specific bill that does not cost taxpayer dollars. The, bipa- the bipartisan legislation will boost local and national economies, mm. give America— This is all from the press I'm release. Not sure that's, I'm not sure that's true, but go ahead. Well, so specifically, the Explore Act would enable permit stream— uh, enable permit streamlining to ease burdens on outfitters and guides and improve access to outdoor experiences, improve access to recreation on public lands and waters, ensure access to green spaces and underserved communities, develop, improve, and complete long-range trails, and invest in rural economic development. I forget what it's called, but there's a pretty—I I, I should know what it's called. I've written about it a million times. I mean, there's a pretty significant piece of legislation that we, like, keep kicking down the kicking down the road. I think it may—you'd you, know it. I can't remember what it's called. A few years ago, it almost went—almost— Well, it was, like, Congress the ARA one. It. It's not that. Yeah. This has been around since, like, the 60s and 70s, and it's entirely funded based on royalties uh, earned from uh, the, the government letting oil companies drill on public lands. We don't pay anything for that. And it like greatly benefits us as public lands users. So anyway, I'm calling bullshit on that first part of your of the claim from whatever you you're reading that from. Chris Perkins, who came on with Jessica Turner a few weeks ago to talk about um, just the outdoor recreation roundtable in general. I'm sure he'd come back on. You want to, should we have him on? You want to talk to him about it? Not if he's going to get mad about what I just said. No. I don't think he would. Okay. I'm just, I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying it's not, I'm just literally just saying that that's, I don't think that's true. I think there's, I think there's other significant legislation that doesn't cost taxpayer dollars and benefits taxpayers uh, when it comes to open space and public lands. That's all I'm saying. Are you shitting on this? Is a huge. This is a. This is awesome. This thing. Are you listening to what committee. I'm saying? I'm just no, calling. I'm, I'm just I'm completely not. lost. What you're saying. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. Your you. first claim is that, or not your claim. <laughs> the claim from the press release that you just read yeah. was it's the first time in history that a public lands bill doesn't use taxpayer money. I'm saying that's actually not true. 
because of the gigantic piece of legislation that we've had for decades that funds public land acquisition and maintenance comes entirely from the royalties that we earn for, for letting Chevron drill on public lands. That's all I'm saying. But did that never pass? You said no. It does. We it do, no. It almost didn't. It almost didn't get re-upped a couple of years ago. It's like oh, a, it's I see. Like so a, it did it, pass. It, it always happens. Yeah, you'd heard. You've you've definitely heard of it. It's a huge thing. Well, like, no, we should we should have Chris Perkins on and kind of. Yeah. I'm sure he. I'm, I'm sure he'll be able to weigh on like. The I'm literally just quibbling with that first with that first claim. Explorer <laughs> sounds amazing. I'm so glad it's happening. We got a lot to get through. Let's. Uh... <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, you no, 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 keep no, no. you got to keep up with me, Colin. Anyway, the legislation is now going to move on to the full House and Senate. I just think it's great to hear. Uh, this was more on the idea that something <laughs> came out of this the our Congress unanimously, even if it's only in committee, you know, in Washington, yeah. D.C. I don't know what that, that was, See, that that's the part I don't know. Like, I, I'm not like a wonk. I'm not a policy wonk. I don't know how often things advance out of committee and they just die. I imagine more often than not. Oh, I'm sure that happens all the time. I think yeah. they made a pretty big. They were pretty excited about this. They spoke to me about it when they were on. We ended up make, not making the final cut of the of the episode because it just we, were, we ended up focusing on other things. But they're very optimistic about what this could mean and what it what it what it could do. So this is the thing that they've been focused on the most over the last few years. I just don't know what a lot of this means. Like, uh, you know, I, I I rarely I'm rarely blocked in any way by anything I want to do on public lands. Like it's it's exceedingly rare. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to go do a thing. In fact, I couldn't tell you a single example where that's ever happened. And I can't for one reason or another. And I realize that's probably because of things like the Explorer Act or whatever that have, <laughs> that have made public lands possible or have like put sure. signage in that tells me what I can do and can't do. So it's actually kind of difficult to like wrap my head around how I need more help with that sort of stuff. I don't know if that makes sense. And I'm not in I any way saying that this, isn't, that this isn't like a useful thing. I'm sure it's extremely useful, but like I'm not a guide. I don't like, I, I don't make money from any of that sort of thing. So I, I don't have, I, I imagine this probably has something to do with like how you pay guides and maybe there's like overtime rules. Like, I don't know. But um, uh, probably all kinds of like very arcane things unless you actually do the thing. But it's difficult. It's, as someone who's like written a lot about outdoor policy and stuff, it's actually pretty hard often to make the like connection between this big piece of legislation and your life as an outdoors person. It's rare that it's like very obvious. I spoke to um, Susie Murphy. It's going to come out in a couple of weeks. She's the executive director for the San Diego Mountain Biking Association. And we, yeah. and part of a lot of it kind of started getting into the, the, how difficult operating this world to get new things done is. Yeah. But to your point, I think this is probably something that the, the folks like Susie and even, you know, at the ORR, because yeah, I, I, I wouldn't complain. Right. You know, I'm going to go mountain biking this afternoon. There's trails there. If I want to go camping this weekend, I know I can go reserve a campsite. Like, I mean, it doesn't feel like there's a ton of barriers other than maybe right. I'm like too late to book something and it's booked. Right. That right. would be the number one complaint I would have. So digging into what exactly this will do for kind of everyday Americans and maybe it's more focused on categories of the outdoors that you and I don't play in that much. I don't know. But well, we should have Chris Perkins back on. I'm sure he'd be able to love to be able to kind of run us through. It'd be a great kind of, well, uh, again, it's interview. entirely possible that the reason that we don't have barriers to the things that we like to do is because of legislation that passes that we just don't really get Absolutely. into. So like, I, I yeah. have no doubt that Explorer Act is a really big deal. Um, but I would be curious. I mean, I haven't really done much digging on it at all, but I will. But no, man, we should definitely have uh, somebody out to dig into this act. I think it'd be interesting. It's, it's definitely the biggest thing going in terms of outdoor recreation. Yeah. Uh, in terms of a larger scale, there's obviously all the little local places. Everybody locally in different sports do, do their own things as well. But this is where the ORR uh, supports recreation as a whole. So cool. let's bring Wait, someone ORR? What's that? The Outdoor Recreation Roundtable. Do you listen to the show? Come on, man. If I'm not on it, I mean, what's it, what's it for me? <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry. Colin, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, actually, this next story pertains to what you're doing this weekend. 
because you're going to get tanning because you're going to Hawaii. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wrote from the oh, files yeah. of No Fucking Shit Sherlock comes a study. This was in the news this week on the Inertia, your the, favorite website. <laughs> sun, um, sunlight causes skin cancer. Surfers, swimmers, runners, and walkers more likely to develop melanoma. Can you believe it, Justin? Compared to what? Did you read? Did you read more <laughs> no, than that? I didn't even bother. I'm like, I'm what, what is happening? Walkers. That's a weird you're, category. You're Everyone outside then? in yeah. the sun. <laughs> like, of course. The reason why I want to bring this up is not just to make fun of it. I just don't know what good this does. Like, what are you supposed to take away from reading this? Like, it's an obvious thing. Someone's going to read this and be like, well, well, I guess I can't go out for my daily walk anymore because people are freaking maniacs. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just like, you know, wh- what are we doing? Like, well, why, take... why are we even running this article? Okay, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll, I don't know if this is really a devil's advocate situation, but I'll play devil's advocate here. So there's <laughs> probably, I mean, okay, I uh, worry about skin cancer all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. you should, and um, all you know what I don't do is wear sunscreen. So, <laughs> th- like, it, it's probably there probably is some value to being like, "Hey, dumbass!" Like, this really can hurt you. <laughs> you know, like but sometimes isn't that we message need to be told. out there. I feel like we've yeah, been told that. Is it worth it if one person reads it and puts sunscreen on and doesn't get melanoma? <sighs> all right, fine. I don't yes, know. You're probably I'm, right. I'm being devil's advocate be. here. So, an interesting thing about all of this is that I I, I do wear sunscreen on my face if I feel like. Like if I'm gonna surf like all day or like snowshoe yeah, all day, uh, I totally. put sunscreen on. That is only to prevent burns, not necessarily because I'm worried about cancer. Right. I am a probably to my detriment and circle back in ten years if I'm even still alive from it. But like <laughs> I don't, I actually kind of am like a proud not sunscreen wearer. Like generally speaking, like I won't probably put any on in Hawaii. Um, reason being that like I used to when I used to be an archaeologist. Okay. Um, Boy, this is, I, I realize how stupid I sound right now, but when I used to be an archaeologist, like we would uh, <laughs> work in hot places and like a lot of, a lot of like dirt, really good way, dirt bags in archaeology. And so it was just like, yeah. you know, no sh- dudes with like no shirts and bandanas and shit. Like you just get re- like the really tan, never burned. Like you just get like super tan and you just don't burn and you just don't think about it and you're fine. You know, like right, right. I've always been kind of a, if you're in the sun a lot and you kind of have a good base, you're probably okay. Like all the studies I used to read were always like, it was the people who don't go outside very much and mm-hmm. then go outside a lot, and they don't go outside very much, and then yes. go outside a lot. They're the ones and that they, usually get melanoma, and they're either but, they're either like you know fish belly white or red. Like those are the yeah, two things that, that they, yeah, that's yeah. that's the bad stuff. I mean, I have definitely have lots of friends who've had like stuff taken off their face and their back. I mean, I'm sure I yeah. I'm sure I have stuff that needs to get removed. I I don't doubt it, but uh, I I'm not like a huge sunscreen person, so I don't know. I mean, these studies are I I honestly the study is probably for me. If I read it, I'd probably be like, oh, my God, and I would start using sunscreen. I don't know. I I think you're pretty pragmatic the way you're approaching it. I'm kind of in the same. I think it's, I'm at the point in my life where most of the stuff I do outside, just given, like, family obligations and everything, it's it's typically, like, two hours or less. Yeah. You know, and then, like, and I go out, and I don't burn, and, you know, I tan up, and I, you know, and, and you could say, I feel like you can make the case one way or the other, especially where I live, where it's like, I can get sun year-round. Well, maybe is that good because I kind of have a constant little tan going on, or is it bad because I'm constantly in the sun? Like, I'm sure well, there's studies that say that. Like, I use part of the reason I even did that is because I started reading into it, and there's all these studies in Australia. Uh, so Australia obviously has a big issue with sun cancer, sun cancer, skin cancer. Sun cancer, sun cancer is the, the worst of the two. You don't want <laughs> to have sun that. Can- really You'll just die. That. <laughs> uh, they um they had a big thing that was. They, I feel like Australian like government marketing is really cute. They had they had something a few years ago where it was like slap slap it on. Slap it on. So it's like three things you're supposed to do. Slop it on, slap it on. I don't know. It was about like wearing a hat and wearing sunscreen and something else. Okay. But that was like sort of their new thing because for a little while they were actually saying that like, hey, actually just get a base hand. You'll be fine. Like studies show that like the people that have a base hand don't really have the, 
as much incidents yeah. of like catastrophic melanoma or whatever. And that was kind of their guideline for a little bit. Then it was like, oh fuck, actually no wait, completely cover up all the time. <laughs> so like I don't even know what to make of this stuff. I don't <laughs> That's I mean, what I mean. I, and I just think it's gonna add more confusion. And I just also like it just is so dumb. Like, you know, here the headline is hey, if you're out in the sun a lot, more chance you're gonna but, get you melanoma. Know, also, like we're smarter about it now. Like I don't think like there didn't used to be awesome sun shirts all the time. Right? Like that's like, true. And like I've I've written enough copy about sun shirts, which could be BS, but where I've learned that like cotton doesn't do anything about UV rays. So like you but it wear does, it is a natural protection from it though. Yeah, they, they, I know to a certain degree, but like it, it can depending on what you're wearing, apparently, like UV rays can penetrate like cotton pretty easily or like the fibers pretty easily. And so you might not get a burn, but like you could still get the badness. But but like so like SPF protected shirts are like a really good idea but also like they used to like what were you gonna wear like 20 years ago a rash guard you know like you'd look like an idiot. right but now there's so many good ones i mean like i'll probably my bag is gonna be like 90 percent free fly which is like my favorite sunshirt brand like free fly hoodies when i go to hawaii right, next right. week because it's just like why not you know like i'd rather do that than you know put a bunch of sunscreen on. i don't know what the hell's in sunscreen i don't know i just i just this again file this under like guys like from please the, read your articles please the, read your studies <laughs> please read how things are gonna like come across before you publish them and they kind of make fun of it in the minute like you know no one's gonna be surprised at this i'm like why are you even covering it then like it just well, sort of it kind of gotta feed me the bee, you gotta feed the beast i, I got it you know just if one it of those... saves one life colin well, that's true. I'm glad yeah. that one person, you know, all of a sudden got the message in 2024 <laughs> that wearing sunscreen helps prevent melanoma. I don't know where you haven't heard this yet, but, uh, you know. All right. Well, last thing I want to talk about is this past week it was reported that the presumed winner of the Sarasota Marathon, which was who was a school principal, had been disqualified after the fact due to evidence that she had shorted the course. I love these which stories. Which reminded me of our conversation about the guy in Wales who had cheated in a running <laughs> race a few months back. Do you remember we talked about that? I do. And so... But hold on. So like at first I'm like, oh, should we talk about this? It's like, ah, you know, I don't know if we, what's really in this to talk about. But the source of the story is marathoninvestigation.com. And at first it didn't really click with me. Like, okay. But then I'm like, wait a minute. This is, there's a website called marathoninvestigation.com. So this whole website is dedicated to investigating marathons, ultra marathons, and triathlon athletes who are cheating at their events. That's, it's so prevalent. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I did like endurance events for like 10 years. I never, never I had no idea it was like. I mean, I don't see, like, I don't know how you could be surprised about that. Have you ever driven a car? Yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> running red lights. I'm not going to stop for you. I'm not, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get there before you. I mean, like that, that, the people that do that, that's a, their whole life is like that. Well, I, like, why wouldn't they cheat at a marathon? So is it that, are we just fucking cheaters? Like, so then you take like doping well, and cycling and steroids and baseball. And then hold on, let me tell you about, So there was this, this about, something reminded me of this about cheating in the NFL. So someone who was kind of a Patriots fan, like through the Belichick and Brady era, and the common mm-hmm. refrain from people who How didn't about like Belichick it. not getting the job at, at Atlanta, right? by the way. Two interviews and they, they yeah, what you lost out to Raheem Morris. One. Like, no, apparently, you I know, mean, he's hey, but as a Rams fan, you know what? Go, go bye. Oh, like, he's, I don't he, it's him. time for him to have a job, but it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Also, you already fired him, Atlanta Falcons. You fired that's, Raheem Morris. That's true. That's why he was on the Rams. Whatever. Fascinating to me. But, anyway. no, but the whole thing about the the Pats was like, oh, they're a bunch of cheaters. But if, if you do the re- the research, how pervasive cheating is in the NFL, there's a there's a website called yourteamcheats.com. And it shows oh, every great. team and how much, much they cheated. Mm-hmm. The Patriots actually are like the 14th on the list. Number one's the Denver Broncos, <laughs> who've treated like 57. Really? Yeah. 
Your Rams are pretty low. I checked. They're pretty like they're in the twenties. But uh, uh, that pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. That's Sean. <laughs> you have more Super like, Bowls. That's that's McVay. That's McVay for you. He's gonna be smarter than you. Damn it! No matter what. But anyway, I, I just so I always thought like threw that at people's face. Like, hey, come on, you know the Pats aren't cheaters. Look at all these other teams that are cheaters too, which was just defensive. But it, it made me think of it in this thing. Are we just? Is this just what we are? Yeah. Is this what humans are? Yeah. So, so my, my four year old, my four year old loves playing like memory games, like the cards where there's matches and you flip them over, yeah. you know, and like we have a few, we have a bunch of different kinds and she's old. She's, you know, she's old enough for it. I, she cheats all the time. Like when she, like if I'm not Man, like, yeah, you're if, right. cause we'll play with her, we'll play with our two year old and she doesn't understand the rules. So she'll just like flip over. And so like, I'll be like, Harper, you can't do that. And I'll look and my other eyes watching Olivia right. and Olivia's like, look, flipping all the cards over. So, okay. That's what, I, and then I'll be like, okay, your turn. And she's like, hmm, <laughs> right, right. She's hmm. faking it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, people are cheaters. It's I, wow. I'd man. love to say I've never cheated, but of course I've cheated. I, you know what? I took AP history in, in high school. Mm-hmm. It was a very rough year for me, like personally, like it was really bad. Um, but I finished the year, and I didn't really go to any of the classes. I basically had the lived experience of you dreaming that you like are showing up for the final and you haven't been to school all year. That was literally my junior year in high oh, school man. or sophomore year, I guess. And uh, I, I cheated the entire freaking test i could i saw my good friend who was really smart next to me i copied his entire test both of us failed <laughs> he, <laughs> he didn't he was he, apparently he wasn't paying attention so, either. so you learned early but on that I karma's real well. <laughs> and like i don't think i'm like a bad person i think people just but okay you know? that is at least understandable if not defensible right where it's like you that was uh, there were stakes involved you didn't want to repeat a course whatever it is this is a school principal from florida who's cheating at the marathon she's running I mean, theoretically, the thing that I do find interesting is like most people don't enter marathons to win them, right? Yes, like, correct. So, so what are you doing? Like, why even enter? You know, I I would love to learn more. Like, that's, that's a good point. Maybe, was this like a like a moment where of just total like almost insanity where she's like, you know, if I get to the finish right now, it'll look like I win. Fuck it, let's go for it and see if it happens. I mean, I could I that's maybe could understand funny. something that's like that. Cool. I mean, I think, I think, I, I, I think these, these stories to me, like there's always great ones. I don't remember the whales guy specifically, but I love when you read these stories. Where it's like, Oh, so-and-so hid behind a tree for an hour and then like <laughs> bolted out towards It's like, I love that. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I love that. And so it never once occurred to me though. And it, as an adult doing these events to think I could cheat right now, I, if anything, I'd be like, I'm just going to yeah, quit. I, I'm just going to go home. Like I'm tired. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like what do you like? That's, that's the thing. It's, I mean, if there's prize money at stake, someone's going to figure it out. So you're going to get like, it's going to suck. Uh, or like no one cares anyway. So who cares? Like, what's the point? I mean, it seems silly. I've done a couple like bike races. They've never occurred Some, to me. To something cheat. tells Again, me, I would just stop. Something tells me the purse <clears throat> of the Sarasota marathon wasn't worth cheating. Probably not great. I mean, but who knows? Maybe there was some, like a lot of boasting, you know, like, I mean, are they cheating, like cheating to win or cheating to have a better well, time? She won. Maybe they I like mean, told all their friends. She's on the podium. Oh. The Wales guy just was like well, finished, whatever story. it was like 11th or something stupid. Like it wasn't even like, he didn't even win. It was just. Yeah. That's what, that's the smart way to do it is just like finish like 20 minutes faster than you said you were going to. And everyone's like, wow, you've really been training. Think about if your kids in that woman's school and you heard that she cheated to totally. win at the marathon. I mean, what is it? Like, it I, I guess I don't begrudge her to having the moment of like, oh, if I, che- I, if I did this right now, I could look like I won, but don't you think about well, your career or, or like the life standing? I don't know. It's just, it's a, I don't, the thing, the thing, like there's no stakes at my, for my daughter to cheat at, at memory, right? Like who cares? And, uh, when I cheated on my history test, I was 15. So yeah, you're a kid and you're afraid. You know, you're like, shit, like, I, I gotta, you're yeah, right. yes. like, uh, but like as an adult, 
this is part of the reason I despise Barry Bonds. It's like, yeah. no, you don't get to, you, you got to play by the rules as everybody right. else. I think the cheating stories and marathons are funny. I don't like that people do it. And those are probably people I would probably not really like very much because it seems like a weird thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people cheat on people. Like if you want to like pull into the outdoor space, I mean, good Lord, think about how many, how much cheating is probably going on with like FKTs and stuff. And like, and like, Either, either, either straight up fabricating times or, or however that works, or yeah, I, I'm sure people do. I'm sure people do. I'd be do. interested if they did some doping control at like the, some of these ultra marathons, like some of these people, like the, the, and not, you know, just the people who are really good at this and they do it a little too regularly. I'd be curious if there was, I hope not. I hope I'm, I hope there would be nothing. I hope it'd be like a big nothing there. But like we go back to the, there's a website called marathoninvestigations. Well, I'm not surprised about that. There's, I mean, there's a lot of money. There is a lot of money in these little events. I mean, it's like a big deal. That's I true. Mean, if you're running these huge amount of participants. Events, yeah, like it's, it's, I could, I don't know. I guess it's probably a problem that needs to get rooted out. It's a good point. And you think about just like, especially road running and these road events, 5Ks, the marathons, or whatever. I mean, it, it eclipses the amount of participation probably in any other sport that maybe we would talk about on a show like this, right? And so, of course, there's going to be shenanigans. That, of course, I just don't, I really don't see the difference between, and I'm being dead honest here, I don't see the huge difference between cheating on a marathon. The winning part is a little bit higher stakes and, and running a red light. Like you're just, you're just, you're just, the rules don't apply to me. Well, circumstances matter, right? Yeah, they so do. If, but I mean, like, I think that I, I, in terms of like being surprised that there are people that are doing this, it's like not, I mean, people, that's what people do. Everyone thinks that they're special. Well, if Everyone you do thinks, little, including me, that thinks like the other day I was at a stoplight, nobody around. I just went. Okay. So. You tell me that because I'll roll through. My daughter the other day goes, Dad, no, that I wasn't was even a roll through. It was just like I like I was at like a stupid. There's no point for there to be your light there. There's nobody around. I'm not going to see you at the red light. So I just I stopped and then I just went. It's like hey. right. I have done that as well. Which you know I shouldn't have done that. It's cheating. I cheated. I think there's a difference. You're sitting. You're in a running race and you're with all these other people and you know like if I go to the finish line, not even if you're not going to win. Sure. Like there's degrees. Is, there's varying degrees. I'm just yeah. saying that it's in all of us. Like it is in all of us to be like. It'd be kind of fun to have a competition like who could cheat better or harder or something like that'd be a great reality show to, like or like whether like the funniest way to cheat it or or something like <laughs> th- i'd be interested in that i'd be way honestly i'll be way more interested in that than someone just running really fast for 26 miles let's pitch this is this is the first show you and i are going to produce so it's a we're going to do a running race and there's going to be everybody is going to be cheating the best they can but if they get <laughs> right. caught cheating they're disqualified there's gonna be a panel of judges and okay. you have to convince the judges yes. you have to get away with it basically don't put this in the recording because this is a great idea <laughs> I, don't let anybody else would, hear this. i would watch the shit yes. out of that you know what i would you know what i would watch that way more than i would watch any marathon ever uh, that's all I got for today, man. Anything on on, uh, on your mind you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, there is a little bit. I feel I feel like I've been kind of mean this episode to you and to just generally speaking. And I just I want everyone so. to know I'm I'm running on about an hour and a half of sleep four days in a row. <laughs> you have not been mean. You've been your normal, lovely self. What I haven't slept in my about? own bed since the I don't think at all in 2024. I did yeah. last <laughs> night for about three hours, and then both of my kids came in and I left. And I don't know what to do about it, Colin. I have no clue what to do. Listen, in 10 years, you get to listen to other people you know who have little kids and then go, oh, yeah, I remember those days. So yeah, right now, though, you're in the shit, brother. So I just want to apologize if I've been rude to you or anybody else <laughs> out there today. I'm kind of a short fuse. Listen, you're the, you're, you're, your curmudgeonly uh, attitude is why we love you here on this show. So don't okay. you ever apologize for it. All right, all right, all right. I think you're doing great. I think I could have well, done you only had an hour sleep. I appreciate that. Uh, anything going on you want to tease? Anything happening? When's, when's the next AJ come out? Mm, we're wrapping it up. Uh, I actually have to, I have like 
my like the, my last piece for it. I have to like bang out over the next couple of days, but it's it, it'll probably get mailed out pretty soon. Mm, is, it'll get mailed out probably the middle of February. And then the AJ Pod is it on hiatus while you're uh, in Hawaii? No, we recorded a bunch. Um, okay. Actually, the one that I, if you want to leave this in, the one that people would be, well, there's two. The Caroline Glack one comes out pretty soon. Uh, where okay. We talked to her about her Senate bid. And then the uh, we interviewed uh, Eric Blem, who's a, he used to be, the, I think he was the editor of Trans World Snow a long time ago. Um, he's a writer uh, and a snowboarder, and he was friends with Craig Kelly, the like legendary mm. snowboarder who died, I forget how long ago. And he has a book coming out about him, about Craig Kelly, a biography. And But it's actually... It's a biography of Craig, but it's also um, uh, exploration into the avalanche that killed him, and kind of unpacking mm. the blame that's been laid at the feet of the guides and stuff like that that he was that he was with. Um, I, I don't, you know, I'm not a snowboarder, so I I didn't really know who Craig was until um, Eric had written a piece for us about Craig a while back, and and then I, it's funny I remember there used to be all these stickers in like the 90s after he died. Oh, not 90s. When did he die? Early 2000s that said Craig is my co-pilot. And I remember seeing those on like people's cars and stuff. And I didn't know what it was until, um, this art, this, uh, the, uh, interview with Eric the other day when you mentioned, it. I'm like, Oh, that's what that's from. But anyway, um, that, that interview was great. So that podcast comes out, I think in a couple weeks, in mid February, okay. that's when his, that's when his book drops. So that'd be a good one to listen to. All right, man. Well, that's going to be it for today. Before you move on to that next podcast, please open up your podcast app, tap the little subscribe button to make sure you don't miss an episode of the rock fight. The Rock Fight's a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True for Justin Hausman. Thanks for listening and here to take us out. Krista Makes is here. He's going to play the song for you right now. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock